following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Time once again for Main Street Sports today, Friday, January 21st, 2022. On the show today from The Athletic, Joe Rexroad. Three o'clock today, talking Titans as they get ready for the playoff matchup against Cincinnati on Saturday. Now, here are your hosts, the Hall of Famer and Sports Writer of the Year, plus the Sundrop Kid from Alabama, Chris Yao. What's going on, folks? Uh, forgive me for being out of breath. But, you know, sometimes you got to get which. Hey, look at this. We're, we're playing musical chairs. It's all right. Musical pictures. It's, it's good. It's good. Hope everybody's having a great Friday. It is just about the weekend, and we're so glad to have you with us on this episode of Main Street Sports today. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm out of breath, but I'm good. I'm, I'm better than I was five minutes ago. Okay. So, you know. Maybe you can clue me in on some of that at some point. I will, in fact. Uh, we'll, we'll get to it at some point today. But we do have a great show for you. We've got Andrew Moore. Coming up to talk Titans with us, Joe Rexroad's going to talk Titans. He may, we may have to ask him about this uh, Danny White story he wrote. So it's a pretty good story. I just read you, it earlier. You, today. you don't mean Danny White, the former Cowboys punter slash quarterback, do you? No, the Tennessee Athletics Director. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> you know, but just he'll clarify, he'll hang out with us. We've got uh, some baseball to talk about because uh, craziness going on in that world. And speaking of craziness, plenty of craziness over in the western part of the state in Memphis. We'll get to all of that, <laughs> as well as talk about Southern Middle Tennessee hoops. So, let's dive in. But before we give you any of today's top stories and more, we have to give you yesterday's results to the weekend's schedule all weekend long on The Rundown. Here's The Rundown. The Friday Rundown is brought to you by Chip Walters of Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. The voice of the Blue Raiders also wants to be your trusted advisor in real estate. Contact Chip at 615-542-1915 or through his website at choosechip.net. Chip Walters, proud to support local youth sports in southern Middle Tennessee. High school boys basketball action from Thursday night. It was Mount Pleasant picking up a 61-41 win over Collinwood in District 10A action. Santa Fe's boys defeated Agathos Classical 67-42. In girls' hoops, it was Collinwood 64, Mount Pleasant 35. And in high school wrestling, Summit defeated Nolansville 48-28. NCAA men's action, SEMO down to Tennessee State 85-63. It was Moorhead State 83, Belmont 74. In women's action, Belmont's women 103 points. Moorhead State with just 50, so well done to the Lady Bruins there. Tennessee State down SEMO 68-53. In Missouri, uh, took care of Vanderbilt 66-52. In NHL action, it was the Preds 5, Winnipeg Jets 
to the skid is stopped. Shortened Friday night high school basketball slate. Columbia Academy goes to Bell Webb Bell Buckle. Zion Christian goes to Frank Hughes. Franklin is at Independence. Summertown hosts Giles County. Loretta hosts Lewis County. Lawrence County hosts Marshall County. And Richland travels to Wayne County. In NBA action tonight, Memphis plays at Denver. That's an 8 o'clock start. And um, not sure where or if it's televised. Probably Bally Sports South, but who knows? Exactly. Saturday, tomorrow, Summertown will be at Mount Pleasant in high school hoops action. What time does that start, Mo? Is that a 6 o'clock start? Mm -hmm. All right. High school wrestling, Summit will travel over to Memphis for the Christian Brothers duels. In junior college basketball, Columbia State travels to Walter State for a doubleheader starting at 2 o'clock. And in NCAA men's action in, well, I guess SEC play, Kentucky number 12 Wildcats will be at Second-ranked Auburn, that's a noon tip on ESPN. Vanderbilt's at Florida, that's also at noon on SEC Network. MTSU hosts Southern Miss, as we told you earlier this week. That game will be at 1 p.m., that's on ESPN Plus as well. Austin P is at Tennessee State at 3 o'clock on ESPN Plus. And 24th-ranked Tennessee hosts 13th-ranked LSU, 5 p.m. tip on ESPN. NCAA women's basketball action on Saturday. Austin P plays at Tennessee State. That's a 1 o'clock start. Will be televised on ESPN Plus at 2 o'clock on ESPN Plus. Tennessee Tech visits Belmont. Also at 2 o'clock on ESPN Plus, you can see the Middle Tennessee State women in Hattiesburg at Southern Miss. NFL divisional round playoff action has Cincinnati at Nissan Stadium against the number one seed Titans. That's a 3.30 start and will be shown on CBS. NHL action, Detroit at Nashville. 7.30 start at Bridgestone. That will be aired on Valley Sports South. Sunday, NCAA women's basketball action. Fifth-ranked Tennessee travels to number 13, Georgia. It's a one o'clock tip on the SEC network. And at 6.30 on Valley Sports South, Memphis plays at Dallas. They can avenge their only loss of the new year in that one, though. And that'll do it for this rundown. Well, you know, I made the suggestion that we call our top story based on the sport in which <laughs> it uh it talks about, but this one, I guess, talks about all of them, mm-hmm. all of them. <laughs> so it is the first pitch, the opening drive, the opening tip, uh, first touch, first touch, you know, first drop, all, all the above, it's, anything it's, and everything. It's everything. If it has to do with NCAA sports, NCAA members voted Thursday to approve a new constitution. That's the first step in a reform process that could fundamentally change the ways college sports works, writes Nicole Auerbach of The Athletic. SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey and Ohio Athletic Director Julie Cromer are tasked with the chairing the Transformation Committee, which... I'm not sure what that means necessarily, but it's certainly going to transform college athletics as we know it, Mo. 
Julie Cromer isn't quite sure what it means either. <laughs> do you take a 400 page rule book and apply the surgical skill of a scalpel or do you take the 400 page rule book and toss it into a bonfire? We probably have people both sides of those approaches on the committee, which makes it a good committee. Said mm. Julie Cromer in this article by Nicole Auerbach of the athletic. And I think that's, Absolutely. The question, you know, do you, are you just trying to refine this rule book or are you willing to start from scratch? And I think it's just going to kind of depend on what area you are attacking. That's what I was going to say is I think both, I think there are some things you can tweak here and there, but in every one of the, every one of those, subsets of the of that rule book you may just have to throw it out and start over and that's okay yeah, if you yeah. do it is okay if you do because again you know as we were talking about the transfer portal and everything that's coming with that um there are so many things transfer portal nil so many new features to the ncaa that have to be dealt with that probably haven't been dealt with um, to the degree that they need to be. And it, it just takes a different look, I think, a different perspective. And and some of that stuff is just going to need to be thrown out and started all over again with, I think. Yeah, I, I, there are going to be parts of it that, that just got to go. Mm -hmm. uh, Chris Vanini, a college football writer, said, you know, he feels like significant change is possible. And I think one of the reasons he believes that is because the Supreme court kind of dealt a pretty big blow with NIL to the NCAA's operating model. And I'm, I'm really interested to see how the NCAA and this transformation committee uh, takes that into consideration. I, I think we are looking at something completely new when this thing gets done. It's clear that the old model of amateurism cannot continue without a serious overhaul. hundred percent. And, and I think that's where it all starts right there, recognizing that and acting accordingly. That's exactly what's going to happen. And, and Greg Sankey, one of the positives here is that the co-chair is a power five and a G five uh, head. So I think having those two trying to work together to find something that work, works for everybody will be a positive. So yeah. I think it's going to be fun to, to watch it play out. I, I don't know. It's going to be, it certainly won't be fun for that transformation committee. No, it won't <laughs> be fun for them at all. <laughs> fun. We don't have any much of that here. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. No fun <laughs> allowed. Let's talk Southern middle Tennessee hoops because well, craziness this week. Yeah. So let's get into it on the other side of the break. Stick around. We'll be right back on Main Street Sports today. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. 
Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990. Or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50 plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company, call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our orthoquick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back in to Main Street Sports today. I'm actually watching the Creekwood girls bowling team right now on the We Are Creekwood Facebook page. I don't have a score update, but I do know that uh, five minutes ago, Creekwood was trailing 8-6, to six, and we know that 27 is the... Actually, it's 23. Is it 23 now? It's 23, and I don't know how they got from 27 to 23. I don't know what changed, and... I've not been able to find out, but um, well, we're 14 points in. They of the nine, they they need to to outscore their opponent. I don't even know who they're bowling against. Uh, they need to outscore their opponent by at least two, <laughs> three, I guess, to win. Um, I can tell you that Columbia Academy lost to Briarcrest in the Division Two quarterfinals yesterday. Um, spoke with Derek Ransom last night afterwards, and he said that they lost by a total of 15 pins. So tough, um, tough couple of days in Smyrna for our local bowlers. Um, none of our individuals advanced out of the opening round, I don't believe. So um, that was, I think, um, the, fresh, uh, the junior... Alex, um, Jacob Molassi, excuse me, 
for Columbia Central had the best showing, I think, among individuals in the um, in the boys' Division One individual event. So, gotcha. Well, we are keeping up with the Creekwood girls' bowling team because Main Street Preps uh, writer Casey Patrick is the <laughs> coach of Creekwood's the, bowling team. So the Lady Red Hawks, yeah, the Red Hawks. So. Anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there. We, we're we rooting for you, Casey. Um, Southern Middle Tennessee sports in this area kind of getting a a tough weekend because had had a lot scheduled for tonight specifically, but due to a rule in the state of Tennessee, if your school – system pivots to e-learning or remote learning, then athletics are unavailable to practice or play. The weird part of that, (laughs) as you heard in the rundown, that there will be a game played at Mount Pleasant tomorrow, is it doesn't count for weekend games. It's only on days that there are classes. So, so Mount Pleasant will actually host Summertown tomorrow. And instead of, and here's the thing, Mount Pleasant with the the big boys win last night, as we told you, 61-41 over Collinwood after Collinwood defeated uh, Cullioca two nights ago. Santa Fe and Collinwood were scheduled to play tonight, so I'm betting the Trojans are welcoming this particular day off. Well, at least that was supposed to be in Collinwood. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a third straight trip to Murray County for the Trojans. So, but, but yeah, you're right. After back-to-backs, I mean, heck, even the NCAA – I mean, the NBA doesn't play three straight nights. So Yeah. So, anyway – um, the schedule got a little less full when that That's announcement put it. Yeah, when that announcement was made. But there are still plenty of games tonight. Of course, we talked with Marty DeJarnett yesterday about Columbia Academy at Webb Bellwuckle, which is going to be a fantastic basketball game. Zion Christians over at Frank Hughes, Independence and hosting Franklin. Uh, That's a television game, yeah. by the way. Will be shown on um my TV 30 and apparently friend of the show, Joe Williams will be involved in that broadcast. I'm not sure exactly how he said he's play I, by play, or at least well, that's what I read. Well, um, that's what I thought I read as well. I saw a tweet, um, yesterday or last night promoting Lucas Panzica and Ron Slay as the broadcast team. So I would presume that, Lucas was supposed to be the play-by-play guy, so I don't know if something has occurred that has taken him out of the mix. But I tell you what, if it's Joe Williams and Ron Slay, oh lord, that could be gold. <laughs> that oh, could lord. absolutely be gold. Somebody needs to record that. I am well because I have Hulu. I'm not sure that I can. Because I don't, I don't believe I get my TV thirty. I tried to look for it last night, but um, I'm, well, I'm going to need, I'm going to need to see that. I, I, I don't know if this, I don't know if this matters, but 
It's also airing on 104.5 The Zone. So I'm not sure if they're going to have both a radio crew and a TV crew. Or I wonder or if, if Penzika, I wonder if Panzika and Slay were just doing the radio broadcast. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, that could be. Anyway. And that would make a lot more sense, I think. So hmm. nonetheless, Independence and Franklin tonight. Franklin coming off of that uh, buzzer beater win over Brentwood earlier this week. That's going to be a really good basketball game. Obviously, Jet Montgomery has been one of the area's uh, top players, but Cameron Bell, obviously very good for Independence as well. So the Eagles looking to get a, a county win anyway. Yeah, this is not a district game as it has been for years prior, you know, as we continue to um, get ourselves used to this new four-class system. So with, with Franklin being in District 11 4A and Independence being in 12 4A, I tell you, um, this is a big game for Independence, and they've got another big game looming because I think they play Tuesday at Columbia Central. I know they play. I'm just not sure where. Right. I, I, I'm i not sure where Tuesday's game is either. But, yeah, so this is obviously a, a longstanding rivalry of some sort, county rivalry, and then a district game coming up soon. And speaking of Columbia Central, they are really going to struggle. I guess, I guess they're going to practice on Saturday. Because they can't practice t- tonight, today, they can't or play Monday. Or practice, yeah. Can't play or practice, so that's going to be a struggle for Columbia Central. How you know? How do they respond after a day off in uh, on Monday? So, could yes, be the bigger question, Chris. Maybe you can answer this. Um, how long is this pivot to remote? As of right now, it's just Friday and Monday. And none of it has to do with anything more than staffing. So this is not a kid issue. This is a staffing issue, which is unfortunate because Knox County Schools are actually going through this same process right now. I don't know if you've noticed Five Star Preps put out a, a poll the other day asking, you know, saying if it's not a kid problem, why are we not allowing kids to to play? And I guess it's perhaps, you know, staffing the gymnasiums. I, I don't know. But it, it, it certainly bears the question, why are they not allowed to play if there's not a problem? Well, I mean, I guess, again, it goes back to if you're not in class, then you can't play. And that's above the school level. I mean, that's a state law now, isn't it? But I'm not, I, I just don't – I'm not understanding – you know, I, I guess that's uh, it's understandable, but it it is unique and, and unfortunate. Bothersome. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, again, I, I understand if it's a, if it's a weather issue, but you know, getting to and from the the buildings. But I guess they just want the buildings completely shut down, no matter what. I don't know. 
nonetheless, I, I, th- I, I really feel be a like I, I really feel like the rule was enacted in an effort to dissuade this. Because, very well could have because been. there is a faction that wants kids in buildings. Well, and can't really help when there aren't teachers. I mean, the kids being there, clearly not a problem right now. <laughs> but if you ain't got teachers, it doesn't matter. Doesn't make much so, sense to be there without teachers. No, there you go. So that that means that the only game played uh, by a Murray County Public School team will be tomorrow, Summertown and Mount Pleasant. Was it, That was supposed to be Spring Hill, wasn't it? One it was supposed teams? to be Spring Hill and Mount Pleasant, but when we had the weather-related postponements on Tuesday – Right. That's when Summit, I'm sorry, that's when Summertown and Mount Pleasant were supposed to play. So so they pushed it to Saturday. So they Good pushed call. that to Saturday, which postponed then the um, Summertown Lawrence County and the Mount Pleasant Spring Hill games. And I believe I received a text from John Farmer about that. Earlier this afternoon, Mount Pleasant at Spring Hill has been canceled. So that game will, will not, not be, be made up. Hmm? And the Santa Fe game tonight that was scheduled uh, against Collingwood has been pushed to February 10th, I believe. So there's that. That's a Thursday night. Um. Tonight, you're going to have three games in Lawrence County. All three Lawrence County schools, JP, playing at home tonight. You'll have Summertown hosting Giles County, Loretto, and Lewis County, and then Lawrence County hosting Marshall County. Uh, Lawrence County, Marshall County, that is a district game, right? All of those are district games. Giles ah, County, Summertown, right. and Lewis sure County, are. Loretto in 10AA. And, <laughs> That's uh, so weird. I, I forget that Loretto and Summertown are AA now. <laughs> No, Giles County Summertown will be a good basketball game in the, on the boys' side. I feel like, you know, this Summertown team has it coming off of that loss to Columbia Academy. They they are really trying to get back into the swing of things, and getting back home is going to be a positive for them. Uh, Wes Long is is certainly going to have his team ready to play tonight against a very athletic Giles County team. Um, trying to look here. What are you looking for? Is Mo? I think Mo is uh, frozen, JP. <laughs> so I it guess, appears that to be the case. I was like, boy, he he sure hasn't moved <laughs> in a good minute. Um, well, he's still looking. <laughs> he he is still looking. In fact, but I, again, you know, Summertown hosting Giles County, Loretto and Lawrence or Lewis County, Lawrence County hosting Marshall County. Richland over at Wayne County. All of those, you know, district play is ramping up. District play is right in the heat of things. You do get a couple of things that, uh, a couple of games now that there are four classes, the districts are smaller in the area, so not every game is going to be a district game. But district play is ramping up. It's going to be a great weekend uh, in the event that you are looking for a game tonight. You know, there are plenty of options and I would suggest if if you have the opportunity to get to Bell Buckle, that's going to be a fantastic one. So let's take a break, try to unfreeze Mo, 
And uh, when we come back, we will talk about Memphis basketball. Penny Hardaway is having a go of it right now. So talk about the Tigers on the other side of Main Street Sports today. Stick around. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990. Or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50 plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731 and schedule your tour today. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company, call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back in to Main Street Sports today. Was that a little meatloaf there? It is, in fact, meatloaf. I hear it now. Uh, I have a friend who... Always chooses the wrong. He uses, he uses a picture of someone different when he does a RIP tweet because inevitably there will be fourteen people. That's not him, or that's not her. You know. The unfortunate part was that five hours ago, he put "Rest in Peace, Meatloaf" and used a picture of Louis Anderson. An hour and a half later, Louis Anderson announced has died. So that was weird. Um, I, I'll, he didn't even mean to. 
Like that wasn't a thing. And then, and then it was, that was oof. So that's a little unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, mm, anyway, maybe even a lot unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Well, and I was like, dude, why'd you pick Louie? Yeah. Anyway, um, tough, tough day for fans of rock opera, but you know, the positive thing is I'm no longer a karaoke host and will not have to sit through 17 minute long meatloaf songs tonight. There'll be five different people want to sing paradise. And I'm just going to be like, you know what? We're just all going to sing it together once. And that's going to be it. <laughs> like that, that's why, how gotta, would, why would you have a 17 minute version of anything available in karaoke? Well, unfortunately, Paradise, that's just the song because it, it's not like it, it it's not like it's a 10 minute outro. I mean, he's, he sings through the whole thing. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying, why would you have that available? Do you, I mean, do you have control of the library of songs? I mean, sure, sure. Uh, it's not in my book, but <laughs> inevitably people know it's available in karaoke. So that's a problem. You know, they know it's available. So it's unfortunate, yeah. That's okay. You can see Paradise by the Dashboard Live. Ah. I'll tell you who's not seeing Paradise right now, Mo, and that's Penny Hardaway. No, he is not. He is and, and he is seeing red. He's not seeing Paradise, and I don't know if he can get to where Paradise is visible right now. Not if he not even if he had two tickets. No, Sorry. <laughs> no I, I don't think two tickets to paradise are available to Penny. <laughs> not, not via Memphis. I can tell mm-hmm. you that it's, 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 um, it's an intriguing situation. I mean, they started the year, what five and oh, four and oh, and now they're oh. sitting at nine and eight and they're one of the, and, lost, and one of the wins that they've gotten since was over Alabama. So, I mean, You've seen enough of what this Memphis team is capable of to know that nine and eight is underachieving. Oh, and yeah, that's absolutely. The issue. I mean, Alabama is what four and one against, I guess four and two, four and two against top twenty-five teams, and one and one against teams ranked number one and two in the country. So there's that. And, but, but Penny, you know, after last night, they, they lost to uh, SMU 70 to 62. And, you know, what is it, Mo, about the folks? uh, I don't guess, have we? We had Calkins on at one time, didn't we? I think we did. Or we, we We tried. tried to have him on. I don't know that we ever actually got him. Either way, what is it with friends of the show and asking questions that set off college basketball coaches over the last couple of days? I, 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 after watching that video last night, I was thinking maybe we need a coaches popping off segment. <laughs> well, after Will Wade's pop off and then yesterday, uh, Jeff Calkins asked a question um, of Penny Hardaway to which – Coach Hardaway responded, quote, stop asking me stupid expletive questions about if I feel like I can do anything. 
if I had my roster like they did, then I feel like I can do whatever I want to do. Now, I don't know exactly what that means, Penny, but uh, you got two number one overall classes. I don't know what else you want from your roster. He's got two of the top freshmen in the country, um, the Amani Bates kid and um, Duran. So, I mean, I don't, I, I just don't think in today's NCAA that you can complain about being young, really, with the one and dones and that kind of thing. I, I just don't think that that's an issue. I think you got, I think this is where you got to coach him up, dude. And, and he went on to say, you know, stop disrespecting me, bro. I work too effing hard, you know. Apparently, you're not working hard enough because you just uh, lost three straight to um, SMU, East Carolina, and UCF. He went on to say, y'all write all these BS articles about me, and all I do is work, talking to reporters. Hmm. <laughs> Penny is unhinged. Well, and, and I think you get unhinged when you feel the pressure. I can understand that. I mean, you should be feeling pressure. I mean, you are underachieving at the worst possible time well, in conference play. And and at the worst possible place because... Yeah, they don't like it. Memphis basketball, I mean, that's what they hang their hat on, man. And, um, again, they got off to a 5-0 and start. Lost a tough one at home to 15-ranked um, Iowa State. Lost to a Georgia team that's not very good. Lost to an Ole Miss team that's not very good. Lost to Murray State. Um, bounced back and beat Alabama, as we discussed, but then they lost by one at Tulane. They had won three straight over Wichita, Tulsa, and Cincinnati before this current three-game skew. Current three-game skid, he was saying. Uh, man. it's Memphis is in such disarray right now, and Penny Hardaway specifically. This is a guy who's got to find his an opportunity to get back in the good graces of the Memphis faithful. And I don't think lashing out at reporters acting like that is the issue is going to be the way to get back. Uh, I've never seen a coach who was able to or who who thought he was able to um, use reporters as a scapegoat. I mean, you are you're the coach of a team that should be in the top fifteen, and yet you're sitting at nine and eight out of the top 25, probably going to have to win the AAC tournament just to get into the NCAA tournament. And yet you've got a number 12, the number 12 class in the country, Amani Bates, Jalen Duran. They are two of the best freshmen in the country. And Penny is completely dropping the bag. <laughs> completely. Now, I don't understand why Penny Hardaway 
thinks that, you know, in his fourth season, not getting to the NCAA tournament shouldn't be his fault. But apparently, he's working hard enough not to have the BS articles written about him. Well, and the thing about it is, you know, earlier in the year, the issues were that the veterans weren't helping the young kids get acclimated. Now it's, you know, the young roster, it's this, it's that. It's everything but Penny. And that's, whether it's right or wrong, that's not the approach that you can take as the head coach. I like there's there's a question in an article on the athletic posed to Seth Davis, how hot is Hardaway's coaching seat? Hmm. To which Seth Davis asks, How much does Penny want this job anymore? Hmm. So the seat may be hot, but Penny may be saying, Yep, too hot for me, I'm gone. And and, and the question the question that I have now is a question that I had in the run-up to him being hired, what happens when a basketball program has to fire its best player? This is what happens. We're about to find out. Yep. And if we don't, there could be issues that there could be issues in that as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's a mess. Mo, what if I told you we already done, done half the show? Then it's time for halftime, right? It's time for halftime. Let's take a break. We'll be back after this. <laughs> 